Hey, Rich. Hi, Paul. How you doing? Doing well. So, look, I'm going to throw a word at you. Mm-hmm. Solutions. Okay. So, as in chemistry? Yes, exactly. What? What I've noticed, so we are building a software tool, you and me. Yes. And we talk to people a lot about software. And when I go in and talk to people about software, when you and I talk about software, this is what we talk about. You got to let us in there. You got to get in there, man. Somebody's got to go in and just figure out what you guys are actually doing because nobody knows. And it's, it's clearly you're in a lot of pain. Yeah. And your stuff is all over the place. And nobody's been able to show me a single bullet list anywhere in your organization. That's how you and I sell. It actually turns out to be a great strategy. But most people would say that's the worst way to sell a, something exciting ever. <laughs> it's not we, very exciting. We basically hold up a mirror and say, it looks like a mess. So, you know, let's, let's start there. That's not what most people do. Most people walk into the organization and they go, I got something for you. Yes. I got a solution. I've got a solution. And you know what? That feels a lot better than somebody like you and me going in there and going like, yeah, it looks pretty bad. Because we're like the doctors who are like, well, that leg's going to take a while to heal. Yeah. And people want pain relief. So when they hear solution, they we're see We're going to have you of- play a basketball in no time. Exactly. Exactly. That's what people want to hear. Um, and... Uh, I will point out our only buyer was someone who'd been burned about 500 times before. Look, I think most of the serious buyers of things don't know a hell of a lot about the inside of the thing. If somebody sat me down and said, you made an excellent choice on uh, this roofing material. Let me tell you why. Yeah. I, I kind of don't know what they're talking about. Actually, hold on. We could, we could take this back to a direct experience that you had. How did you choose your neurosurgeon, and how did he tell you he was going to do a good job? Um, my neurologist yep. said, we've got really good surgeons here, and I think you could do this. So you had a highly treatable brain condition. We've talked about this before. Yes. You had a neurologist. So a professional who really understood the discipline yes. is well-credentialed, looked at you and said, you should do this thing. You seem low risk in the grand scheme of brain surgery. <laughs> so you had, it's like my, my endocrinologist saying there's never been a better time to be obese, right? Exactly. Uh, so... So this guy looks at you, a consultant. I said, literally, a consulting doctor says, hey, uh, you, I know what you need. Let me give you a plan. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and you know, to hear someone take that leap in, as a doctor yeah. is very, very unusual. He's probably my eighth neurologist in my life. Yeah, sure, sure. And most don't want the liability or the responsibility of making such a suggestion. They want to get you in for 20 minutes. Make sure you're not falling down the stairs and get you out of there. That's right. And I got to tell you something. It was like the 10th visit. And then he kind of sheepishly said it. He was like, I got to tell you, you may want to just deal with this. Right. And I think you can. We can get you off these meds, but you have to do surgery. You have to do surgery. Okay. And, and he, he was not gung-ho. It took this guy metabolizing my case for weeks. And this... This is this the most perfect, to everything. perfect metaphor for software delivery in large organizations. He, 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 
this was not a matter of like, oh my God, your appendix is infected. We got to get it out. This is very complicated. Yeah. It needed time to really understand all the dimensions of it. Well, risk, right? You aren't going to die. You're not, there's no, you could hold on and keep taking the meds for an indeterminate amount of time. Yes, that's right. But what he saw was that the debt I was in, like the debt I was paying for being on the meds was like kind of eating away at my quality of life you every were, day. You were much less healthy. It was out of your control and was, you were much less healthy. I mean, for those that don't know, anti-seizure medicine is very toxic. Like it's it's essentially, it's strong chemicals to mess with your brain waves. Like that's what it is. You would wobble walking down the hall. Like it, it was, was bad. Until yeah. uh, we were trying to get the meds right and all that. And he's like, you know what? You're going to be dealing with this for a while. But... I got to tell you, the real answer might be invasive surgery because you you happen to be a very lucky case. The actual issue is right on the surface. We don't have to dig deep. We don't. Have to, this doesn't have to be about my brain surgery. But oh, no, no. But he you're did, highlighting something. But here. he didn't say I have a solution for you. No, no. He really he. It was about I'm going to say three months into a dozen visits for him to finally say what he thought was the right thing. Then you went and talked to the head of engineering. Then the, we, yes. the CTO of the brain, the, yes. neuro, the neuroscience. Yes, the neuro, execution. Neuro, yeah. Strategy was in place. Okay. The recommended next steps were in place. So now the engineering team's coming in. <laughs> engineering team's coming in, right? <laughs> and it's thrown me off because they all have gamer chairs. Yeah. And, and the mouse they use isn't like mine. It has 12 buttons on it. So sure. it's thrown me off the whole thing. Right. This is real. Like there, It's a very software-driven thing. Where it's they actually, cut into your brain beat. It actually is. Yeah. yeah. So I meet the surgeon and he's like, no biggie. We got this. Yeah. I, this is not the one that keeps me up at night. That's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Right? And, and, and I knew that all the work to get to that decision was probably just as hard as the procedure I was about to have. Yeah, I mean, there's there's literally years getting up to this point, right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. And so... And now we have this huge body of knowledge. We have a body of... We have a, a file on you that's like as long as a phone book. It's very long. There's a... I found this out, by the way. There's a board meeting. Not a board meeting. It's like a committee or whatever where they look at each case. Yeah. And it's all the surgeons in the hospital talk about its viability. No, you know, we had that, my wife, we, we, I have twins. We had that because our pregnancy was very high risk as a result. And like, they meet yeah, and they consult right. and they want not. And then my, my neurologist did something else interesting. He said, I have a friend who is a neurosurgeon in Columbia, Presbyterian. I was not, I was in Northwell, uh, uh, Lenox it's, Hill. It's, it's so bizarre to live in New York City where like... It's a concentration the of the best surgeons in best. the world. <laughs> Medical care is like two subway stops. And and my neurologist yeah. asked the, the the surgeon that was going to do the procedure if he could sit in. Whoa. He could okay. ask if the other surgeon, do you oh, mind yeah. if he sits in on this? Which was, I appreciated because that, that other surgeon was specialized in some aspect of it that this guy didn't. Right. And so, so okay. They're, they're assembling a team to yes. solve your problem. They're assembling a team to solve the problem. And you know what I felt at that point was... These are people who, and you know, we live, this is one of the positives of, of it. We live it living in a very litigious society is nobody wants to get it wrong. I, the, the malpractice insurance for a neurosurgeon is 
hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Like it's a ridiculous number because it's so high risk. And so the fact that we were here made me think these people have deliberated this problem and pinpointed the solution ad nauseum. Like it's been weeks upon weeks, almost months at this point, where the discussions and the planning and the thinking around all of it had been so thoughtfully done that now the execution side, like so much had been de-risked. There's another thing here, which is your insurance has approved it, right? Like they've looked at it and been like, yeah, this will make his life better. In like, a, they were, sh- I remember the, the, the administrator who got, who called me with the approvals, like usually takes a couple of weeks. Yeah. And it took two days. So look, a lot of these systems are not set up in a way that, that like makes life easier for people. But in this case, all the systems are confirming your path of operation. Like Exactly. And so, so much thinking and planning. And so why are we talking about all of this? And well, did anyone ever say, I, I got this for you. It's done. We're going to solve it. Mm, I got this for you in terms of like, yeah, man, don't worry. It's brain surgery all done. You're going to be good. What I remember hearing, yeah, you yeah. might not remember this because yeah. you had brain surgery, is that your neurologist, everything is potentiality. Everything is is sort of likelihoods and there's no promise. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. There is a bravado that comes from the surgeon for some... I, I think it's his own coping mechanism. He's like, yeah, it's a piece of cake. I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go get an omelet. Like, it's all good. And... and uh, I'm going to bet neurosurgeons don't have the most successful day-to-day lives. The most successful dating lives. I think it's like uh, you know how I, uh, I compare them to, um, like war correspondents. Yeah, no, they're just <laughs> high off of the incredible yeah. thing. But you know what? And, and but but they're really bad at getting little gifts for anniversaries. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's high octane stuff, right? Yeah. And he's addicted. I I, I I distinctly remember the visit afterwards. He was done with me. Oh, he's not baking you zucchini bread. Yeah. Afterwards, he came in, he checked a couple of things, make sure the stitches look good. And he was like, all right, I got to go. Your relationship is over. Our relationship is over at that point. And so why are we talking about this on Ziadi and Ford podcast where we often talk about software? Software. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, uh, A lot of software product is sold in the world. It's sold like this. Hey, Rich. Have I got a solution? I got this screwdriver. I'm going to jam it in your ear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're never going to have another bad day. No more seizures, nothing. Go off the bench. Yeah. And yeah. you go like, well, let me see the screwdriver. And they're like, hold on a minute. First yeah. of all, you got to fill out all this paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you're kind of, they get you into it. Yeah. And then you're like, all right. And then they're like, okay, actually a screwdriver. Here's what they really do. Here's the one, two move. You're like, all right, I guess I got to go with the screwdriver. And then they get you in there. You fill out the paperwork and then they go, actually, hold on a minute. This isn't the right screwdriver. We got. We got to actually. Yeah. It's going to be like a team of sixty. We got to like really get you. We, we're going to have some other tools. We got to customize the screwdriver. Almost every software effort is walking into history, politics, legacy interdependencies of the strangest kind. There is a document the size of the phone book. You might not find it. It might never have been compiled. That's right. Yeah. So when when a buyer shows up, it's like, I can't take it anymore. Like, I just can't take it anymore. I want my life to get better. I want my life to get better. The thing that most people do with software, right, is they say, this will make your life better. We're going to migrate everything over. It's going to be a clean slate and it's going to get better. And then what ends up happening is, you, in the first meeting. In the, 
in the first meeting. Right. We've like, got it, the solution for this you. This would be like your, your neurologist. You walk in, you sit down, and he goes, before you say anything, yes. I know what you need. Yes, exactly. And And what ends up happening is that team of 30 lives with you for the rest of your life. Yes, you're never done. The surgery is never done. It's never you're done. on the table for the rest of It's never life. done. It's you, never done. They never, ever yeah. sew your brain back up. Uh, that's a dumb analogy to shift away from my brain for a second, even though it is quite fascinating. Yeah, what a brain. Let me take us down a different path really fast, Rich. You and I have built a software tool. We have. It's called a board. It's a sponsor of this podcast. It's, yes. It's really good. I think you'll like it's it. It's a solution. <laughs> That's the thing. Here we are. We're playing in this game. So yes. tell me why our solution is better than the other solutions or how we're going to, because what we believe, what you and I truly believe is that you don't solve, solve cultural problems by just spackling software on Correct. So why is this product, and I'm not asking you, like we have not had this conversation before ever. Why is this not a solution? Like, why is this something that like we could go in? Because we've just told the world that we don't believe in instant solutions that you can turn on and fix everything. There is no instant solution. Like okay. anyone that tells you there's an instant solution, I mean, it's so what the by hell a did, thousand what cuts. What the hell did we build? I, I think we built a platform that has the malleability to be a solution. If anything, look, if we're going to, what do we do? We built something where it makes it possible for people to kind of build their own. Yeah, I Just mean, look, enough. and this has been a promise for the last 10, 15 years around low code and no code and all that. But I think that dream has sort of fizzled out a bit, mainly because um, the idea of point and clicking your, pointing and clicking your way out of a problem. Yeah. It doesn't scale well. well it just right? ends up being code, but it's point and click code. Like it's, it's point and click code. Th- problems are hard. Problems are hard. And and if if you have a... I think a better way to look at it is, look, the business stakeholder just wants to parachute something new in and make all the pain go away. And yeah. it doesn't work that way. Instead, what you should look at is, A, study the landscape. Visit the doctor a dozen times, first of all. Second of all, you look at where you can stem the pain and reduce friction at different points in yep. the whole picture, in the whole environment. If you someone comes in and, you know, there are very good salespeople out there who will be like, I'm going to brush all this aside and give you the one-stop solution, right? That is the first warning sign. You know what? I hurt my back in my 30s and I got painkillers and they were great. I had my back kind of healed. I was younger. Uh, but then the same injury is certain. It's, it's sciatica. It's normal. Yeah. And the, I was at a different doctor, not a painkiller type of doctor. He's like, you're going to physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And physical therapy solved it and it sucked. It hurt. It yeah. took a long time. I had yeah. to go back. I was on a cane. I had to go and like, and a, you know, a guy named Kyle would tell me about how he just moved into a new apartment with his girlfriend while he, while he tortured me. It's pain. But... Now when I feel the twinge in my back, I reflexively do this little exercise. Yeah. I do it a lot. I try to do it in the mornings. And my back doesn't hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not, not, not very much. That is, it's still a solution. It is. But it's not, like the, the opiates felt like a solution at the moment. Yeah. But about two weeks in, they're no longer a solution. You've just gotten some relief. And now Slippery you gotta, slope. You got to right? taper off the opiates. Now you have kind of two problems. Yes. And now you've trained yourself like, I just need more drugs when I'm hurting. Yes. 
Yes. And like all the horrible politics in America about opiates aside, that's a bad seed. You want physical therapy for as long as you could get it until you really need pain meds. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, this is stuff that, you know, if somebody sells anything to solve people's problems is kind of hard to hear. It's not very, like, this is pretty anti-marketing. <laughs> like, this is not the sizzle that closes the deal. But this is the reality. Here, we've seen it time and time again. I'll tell you where you and I come in. Is that you and I tend to come in with everything we do well after everybody else went home. So Very often. I've, you know, why did the agency work? Well, everybody bought the same product five or ten times. It was like, I can't do that anymore. I got to do something else. And we'd show up. Yeah. We were older. We were expensive. And we had a good track record. And we said, I'll fix it for you. It'll look exactly like this. You know, you would, in particular, go sit in a room. At first, we'd spend time. Yeah, always. always spend a lot of time understanding what the situation was. Without a contract, nothing. Just let's go. Let's figure this out. Yep. I think also people realize that that's motivating to us. We like to look inside and see how it works. Yeah. I feel that we're doing that with this software as well. This is the, we are not trying to create this radical new AI wonderful machine. Yeah. Even though we use AI. We do. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, 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 it's a tool. We use it thoughtfully, yeah. It's a tool. But we're, we're not trying to like say that we have solved the world's problems. Instead, yeah. we're saying we have seen the same problems yeah. 50 million times. We do. That is the dirty little secret. It's the same problems over and over I, I and I call over this, again. it's a Goldilocks product, right? It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. a family of bears. Yeah. And we just would like people to use it and see what they make of it. What is this product you speak of? Well, we mentioned before, it's called a board, board.com. Check it out. It's yeah. great. If I wasn't yeah. so congested, I'd be more excited. Yeah. I think I want to add an asterisk to everything you're saying here. They're going to go to a board.com. It looks like a personal like lifestyle tool. Well, until, uh, until next week. Until next week. And, 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 but even then, it still looks like kind of fun. Yeah, uh, but there's a lot of power underneath it. Oh, we kind of we built a general. It's a long game for us. Data platform that we're committed to for quite a while. Yes, but it looks like fun bookmarking. You know why? It is. Yeah, because I love fun bookmarks. Why not? Yeah, let's it's go. It's also very visual, which is cool. So thank you for listening at the Ford on Twitter. Hello at theaudiford.com if you need us. Anything else, Richard? No, but I think the next podcast or the one after it is uh, is is dedicated to the launch of a board. Oh, We're God. that close. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye.